What up, Tate Schoolers? Welcome to another great episode of Tate School of Fitness Fitness Corner Podcast. And on today's episode, we have Miss Ashley Harris-McCoy. She's the CEO and founder of the Brand New You Company. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you, Troy? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Um, so I want to start. What, uh, what actually gave you the... Because I feel like with entrepreneurs, things come to us where we feel like this is what the world needs. What happened where you said, I need to start this company to help others expand their brands? Well, I spent 20 years in banking. And my latter part of banking, I was in the business and commercial space. So I worked with businesses um, that were in that $1 to $10 million uh, revenue range. But what I noticed, there was a great disparity when it came to minority businesses, particularly African-American businesses. So when I met people that were in business, entrepreneurs that looked like me, what I found from them was either I could not help them because it was credit challenges, it was financial challenges such as not filing tax returns, financial statements. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to provide initially financially feasible solutions to help entrepreneurs um, with this focus on entrepreneurs that look like me to start, develop, and grow their businesses the right way in a financially feasible manner. Okay. Yeah, because it, it is true. Unfortunately, uh, a lot of us don't have systems. I was talking about that earlier. don't have systems in place to be able to grow our business. We want to grow our business, and we say that, uh, you know, we we need funding and we try to go get funding. But if you don't have a system in place, nobody's going to give you any money because right. they can't see where you're going. They can't see uh, where uh, you actually uh, where's the growth at, where where is this company going to be in the next couple of years? So uh, that's very smart. And with your with you actually coming out and starting this company, uh, how how have you seen? What you do, how has it actually helped other other individuals grow that look like us? Well, I want to say, just like any entrepreneur, I had my setbacks, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I can recall starting the business ulti- um, originally in 2015. Mm-hmm. On my dad's birthday, actually July um, 21st, 2015, I started the company, but... It was kind of, as my son say, oh, it was a side hustle. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't intended to be that, but, you know, we worked these jobs and these careers, and we kind of put our dreams to the back burner. So over time, what kind of elevated me was um, last year, COVID. So last year, I remember, um, you know, working from home um, due to me being high risk with asthma. My son told me, he said, Mom, this is an opportunity for you to capitalize on your business. Um, you know, step up your social media and actually really focus in on what you do and the things that I really focus in on. Although we focus on the comprehensive view of the business, we focus really in on business and marketing strategies. So to actually put businesses in a place where financially they can win and helping them develop marketing strategies so that they can grow and attract the customers that they want to. So last year was a pivotal point because I went full speed ahead and said, I'm not going to let anything um, distract me. And last year we also, you know, just expanded our territory and expanded our product offering. And so when I'm able to see business owners have their um, show income on a tax return Mm -hmm. or we're able to show positive income on a profit and loss statement 
or when business owners say, hey, I'm ready to purchase a building, being able to assist them with that because now we have a loan bro- a commercial loan broker relationship. So we can actually assist business owners from start to finish with starting a business, um, developing a financial statement, preparing those financial documents, and now assisting them with getting um, the lending that they need to be able to um, purchase what their business needs to grow. So, you know, seeing those things happen, and particularly in our communities, means so much to me. Yeah, because uh, that's big. Um, uh, the simple fact of, again, having relationships to receive funding for a commercial property is huge. Um, and uh, the fact that just even along that they are, you put them in a place where they can have paperwork. Because a lot of people don't know, don't realize how important that is yes. to have that paperwork where you can pull it up, you can touch it, it's accessible. Um, but in business, that's what it's all about. If you can't show the numbers in, what are we doing? So uh, the service that you provide those individuals, uh, I'm pretty sure they understand what it is. But could you tell the the school is how important that is to have that paperwork and what's the difference between having it and not having it and how you can grow with it and how you can actually can hinder your business. Well, one of the things I always tell clients when I talk to them, I say, is it a hobby or is it your business? And I said, um, if it's your business, I need you to conduct business as business. So a lot of times you have entrepreneurs that are reluctant because money they were like oh i don't want to put this in i don't want to do that so i tell them i said i always catch them here I'll, i'm always kind of take the approach that you take mm-hmm. um troy with when you train your your um clients mm-hmm. i'm trying to prepare you and train you so if in essence you want to do it yourself you can yep so i provide the knowledge first and foremost so when i'm sitting down with the client that's just starting i go through the process and say hey um You've decided on your entity. Let's set that up. Okay, now what kind of financial tracking are you doing? Are you doing bookkeeping? Are you going to do QuickBooks? Are you going to do things yourself? And then while we're kind of getting those things established, we talk about setting up the business plan that we do. We talk about the marketing plan. We talk about having these things in place because what I'm always able to go back to is when they come to me and say, I want to apply for a grant or I need a loan, and I'll show them the list of requirements. I say, you see what it says here? You need to have your LLC. You need to have your articles of organization. Mm-hmm. If you are applying for this grant, now they want to know, have you made any money? You need your profit and loss statement. They want to see your tax returns. And if you're doing anything SBA-related or community-related, now they want to see that business plan. They mm-hmm. want to know, we know where you are, but they want to know where you're headed. Yeah. So a lot of times, I don't have to preach so much when I have entrepreneurs that kind of know what they want. It's the ones that kind of, I have to guide a little bit, and they don't understand what they need until we actually hit that bump in the road. Yeah, yeah. And and, and that's, unfortunately, um, that happens to more than, more than, more more people are on the end of where they wait till something happens to, they react instead of being proactive. And business, you can't, be you got to be proactive because if you reactive then that can cost you a lot of opportunities because you don't know until you know that's why they need to actually hire individual individuals like yourself because i get it if you don't know but if you have heard these things or someone that you know close who is an entrepreneur has encountered these same 
hiccups in a row, you should try to be proactive and not just wait and try to get away with it. Because I know a lot of individuals who do their business as just cash only, mm-hmm. you know, under the table. I, I say, well, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to register my business with the state or I'm not going to pay taxes. But then again, say if you your business grow and it explodes, you can't bring on other individuals because you don't have any you don't have anything. And again, I, I keep saying that because I know individuals operating like that right now. And I'm just like, I, you can't do that. You have to make sure that you're legit because if you're not, you're going to cost yourself more money in the end. I agree. Yeah. I mean, this year I, I have run across so many individuals, particularly black men, that have not filed taxes in years. Mm-hmm. And that was so startling to me that and, I, and it, a lot of it was lack of education or what you say when I – because I teach accounting too, so explain it to my accounting students that most businesses are not cash businesses. I said, most businesses are not your candy lady. Mm-hmm. When you say, here's my piece of candy, here's a dollar. Mm-hmm. I said, so most people feel like, well, I can't afford employees. I said, but you're paying someone. That's when you get with somebody, a professional, to tell you how to structure your business, to think about, do I need a contractors or employees? So all of that makes sense when properly setting up your business and deciding to talk to someone. I tell people, I said, nine times out of 10, the advice that you're getting for your business is tax deductible. So seek a professional because you pay for what you don't know. My mm-hmm. dad has always said that you pay for what you don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's very true. And, and again, uh, a lot of us didn't grow up in houses that uh, preach entrepreneurship. So, we don't know a lot, so therefore you need to pay for what you don't know or research. And it's fine. Again, like it's okay not to know, but um, you definitely need to make sure that um, you you pay for these services. You can't always get around the fact of not paying people to get things done. Besides, it actually cuts time out because one thing that as entrepreneurs what we don't have is a lot of time. Mm. So if you pay people to help, speed up certain things or allow you to have more time doing certain things, then that is such a blessing. That is huge. So I always say pay. I have no problem paying someone to um, do something that I don't know. And from my uh, website, I had to pay somebody to do that because I was like, oh, I figured it out. And I sat there for an entire year trying to figure it out. And I was like, I could just pay someone. Time is money. Exactly. So I just end up paying someone because I was like, that didn't make any sense. You can't cut corners on that. Um, so you 2020 was really, last year was when your business exploded. Uh, since then, since your business has picked up tremendously since last year, what, has, what have you had to let go um, in your life as far as work? Because I know that you, you're working, you're teaching, you're just that, and third, but what did you have to let go? Because I know if your business picked up, you couldn't keep the old life. You had to get a new life. Well, I always tell people when they ask me, um, what do you do? I have. I say, I always have like five jobs. And mm-hmm. I was like, no, I say no. Um, I teach, which has always been my purpose. Um, I'm still a student um, working on my dissertation um, in marketing. And then um, recently, um, um, what most people don't know is that I left Delta, Delta Airlines, and that was probably one of the hardest professional decisions I've had to make. Mm-hmm. But I knew um, the direction that um, my business was going and where I was going with my purpose of teaching. 
And, and you know, when I think about teaching, it's not just teaching, you know, on a post-secondary level, but being able to expand my brand to teach in settings where we're actually teaching entrepreneurs how to start their business or teaching them um, marketing-related um, skills and strategies, I knew um, I had to kind of really reel in to um, my purpose and my passion in the direction the business was going. I, I recently just did a blog uh, talking about that bridge, you mm -hmm. know, that bridge on your way to full-time mm -hmm. entrepreneurship and making sure that bridge is something that aligns with your purpose and what your business is doing. And um, I teach marketing, which aligns with my business. So I think being able to teach marketing keeps me on the cutting edge mm -hmm. to be able to help clients uh, with marketing strategies, marketing plans, because I'm constantly learning, I'm constantly growing. And two, being able to expand that knowledge in the classroom to help my students to gain viable um, employment so they can become marketers or the ones that want to be entrepreneurs. So I really had to let go of that. Um, other things, my personal life, your mm -hmm. personal life, you have to cut back. Um, you know, 2020 was also a year my son started college. So with him going away to college, I was able to get some of that time mm -hmm. and reinvest some of that time back into the business. But I realized, you know, now what people laugh about, I operate on an electronic calendar. Mm -hmm. So everything is scheduled, mm -hmm. even down to the time I have for myself is scheduled because when you are, you know, trying to juggle all these balls and making sure, you know, you don't miss anything, I have to make sure I operate on, this, on the calendar. Um, the, another thing that I've really gotten back into where I realized the thing that I was putting a hold was me, mm -hmm. is making sure I go to bed at a certain time. Yep. So I'm making sure I get a proper rest, um, you know, meal prep, because I realize my mental health is so important and uh, my mental and emotional health. So if I'm not good, I can't be good to um, help my clients or to train new employees to be able to help the clients. So I had to go back um, recently to make sure now, okay, I'm in bed at a certain time. I'm making sure um eating healthier, just making time for exercise, those kind of things, because I realize if I don't have those in place, I can't do my business successfully. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, and that's so true uh, with just, just being able to go through your daily routine, your, uh, your active, whatever you do during the day, exercise and make sure that you eat, make sure that you rest, which is so important because a lot of entrepreneurs, they don't rest. We don't rest properly. We don't sleep. Um, the mind is always r ripping and running, and you try to. It takes a lot to calm that mind, that mind down. Um, you know, meditating, uh, things of that nature to help calm that mind. Because if you're a creative person, you're always thinking about what's next, yes. um, how to uh, marketing, how I'm going to get this road this out, how this idea is going to work. If it doesn't work, what do I have to back that idea up with? Um, you know, things like that. So I, I get it. I think most entrepreneurs, they, we do operate on kind of the same level when it comes to that, about trying to get enough rest and cutting that mind off and uh, whatnot. And you mentioned, I want to go back because you mentioned mental health, um, just making sure that your mental health is good and why that is, is so important. And on the show, of course, we talk about health. We talk about physical and mental health. And with 2020, uh, with what other habits did you pick up other than the meal prepping and sleeping? Did you do anything else to help with your mental health last year? Um, well, last year, I would say 
before I really dove back into my business, I was kind of just stagnant because mm-hmm. we didn't know um, when things will open back up, what things mm-hmm. look like. But um, at that time, I, I really went back to controlling what I can control. Mm-hmm. And that is when I said, well, I can no longer allow everyone else to have authority over me, over my business, my goals. I reclaim my goals. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I, I won't lie and tell you, it took a tragedy. It took me losing my sister um, on September 8th of 2020 to really allow me to say, and, I, and we met her had talked about it ironically, and I told her, I said, hey, I'm going to take this leave of absence you know, from Delta because if I don't do it now, I'll never do it. But I really focused in on, um, and I always say this, living in my purpose and living my life on purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Not just existing, but making sure you live and making sure you're impactful. Um, last year, I started a nonprofit organization as well um, to ensure that the brand new you and myself was always giving back because there are people that may not be in a financial situation to be able to afford, but um, being able to prepare them with knowledge-based things like that. So I reinvested um, in the community um, and reinvested my plan on how can I give back because we're not going to always be um, quarantined. How can I give back and how can I create a platform and use my voice to help others? So that tremendously helped me to move forward. So when you gave up or gave up some of your own, you know, your Mm -hmm. personal desires and realized you know, life is so much bigger than just Ashley. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's important, uh, always giving back. I feel like that's one aspect that a lot of a lot of um, entrepreneurs miss out on. I know we're trying to make a living. We're trying to make sure that we follow our passions and be able to provide for our families. But I think one of the huge, one of the most important elements of, the, of all of it is the fact that you can give back in a way that it may not be always financially. It may not be financial. But it could be just time, teaching, um, which I think is very important because a lot of time it's the lack of knowledge that individuals don't have. have. They don't have the knowledge. And with you having the knowledge to be able to share that, I think that is very, very, again, that's important for us to give back at entrepreneurs just a little bit. You don't have to give the entire blueprint away, but just enough where they can get started and they can be successful um, if they put the time and effort into it. So I, I think, again, that's major to look beyond yourself and know that it's bigger than just you and the nonprofit. What is the name of your nonprofit? Well, the nonprofit is the Brand New You Entrepreneur and Leadership Academy. Mm-hmm. And so we just focus in on those two pillars. It's a build off of what the Brand New You do. The Brand New You is a comprehensive business resource company, but um, the Brand New You Entrepreneur and Leadership Academy focuses on the basics. It mm-hmm. focuses on... Um, Building up new entrepreneurs, aspiring entrepreneurs, and it um, that are predict predominantly in those low to moderate income areas and that are underserved. And then we have the Second Chance program that works on um, helping um, those young men. It's targeted to young men, particularly African American males, that have been incarcerated to come out. Um, and develop leadership skills if they intend to go into a workforce or to enhance those entrepreneurship skills Mm -hmm. to be able to own their own businesses. Um, The thing that we're eventually looking to do with that is to partner with some of the technical colleges so that they can actually get a trade and we can Mm -hmm. actually reinforce 
um, how to run a business if they want to be an entrepreneur or how to be able to navigate as a leader starting at a certain level within an organization so that they don't reoffend yeah. and um, you know go back and be a part of the system. Yeah, absolutely. That again, that's that's major in itself because most of the time, a lot of individuals don't have the uh, opportunity for a second chance. Once they get in the system, they come out, they can't make a living, so they end up doing what they what got them in there in the first place. Right. So uh, to set the organization up, I think that is again that is definitely definitely good. Um, hopefully, a lot of individuals are taking advantage of that. Um, how do how would someone? Uh, how do you do you select the individuals that you're going to help or is there anyone who walks up and say they need, they want a second chance and want to well i'm gonna um i'm partnering with a gentleman that um has been through that and has been you know on the other side um out in a part of society and working for over five years because okay. you know usually five years is that benchmark mm-hmm. um but hasn't reoffended um and ultimately being able to hear his story, how um, he was basically in a situation where he was set up mm. and um, had not had a record or anything, but uh, was sentenced to 10 years. And, you know, in a smaller town, so not yeah. having the knowledge in that situation, probably not having access to um, attorney, things like that, you know, put him in on that road. And, and though um, things could have been a little different, some things, you know, with talking with him, he could have done different um he's on the other side and able to say okay here's where i am and you know being able to um, resonate with some of the uh, participants so um the goal with that is to kind of make sure we get the programming out find out what they need um to do a good old marketing research experience to make sure we are not just um impressing upon our own desires but some of the things they want to do um outside of just your you know, basics that you hear of, yeah. or maybe some of the stretch say, hey, I want to be a graphic designer, or uh, or some things, I want to go into the funeral service industry, or different industries, mm-hmm. but making sure we can help reinforce that, but, um, you know, with the organization, uh, we're always looking um, for partners, donations, things of that, but in the uh, fall, we will be uh, launching more um, training, uh, we will be doing an event, um, to benefit the nonprofit organization as well. Okay, very nice. Um, and it's good to actually partner with someone who has been through it, so they know, and that you know that is 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 going to hopefully it will be successful. But then again, I'm sure it will be successful. But then again, that individual who has been through it, they can actually say, well, uh, this let's do this, let's do that, because this is why I was looking for help and I didn't receive it. Mm-hmm. You know. So I think that that's very important, and that's very very smart of you to actually involve somebody who's been through it. Because unfortunately, a lot of these uh, nonprofits that try to start things for certain communities, and they don't have anybody on the board who has been through this, and that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Because you're always going to be an outsider, yeah. and um, you will be treated as such, and you may not have a full understanding of how this works, how this operates. To have someone who has been through it, I think that's very important. Um, so and I want to talk a, a little bit about when did you start teaching accounting? When did you say that, when did you discover that teaching was your calling? Um, I can recall, 
I was, like I said, I was in banking for 20 years, but I can recall probably around 2007, I would hear people tell me all the time, man, you can teach, you can preach. They would kind of change the two. And they said, have you thought about teaching? And I remembered when I was graduating from Georgia State in 99, I remember right before I was graduating, it dawned on me, I should teach. Mm. I had, you know, and I, and I was like, man, I'm about to graduate. I'm not about to do this. I'm not about to do that. But I always believe that God brings you back to that place. And so, you know, fast forward to 2007, 2008, and I remember people would tell me all the time, you should teach, you should teach, you sound like a preacher, people, res it resonates with you. And I remember saying, no, I don't want to go back to school. I'm not trying to go back to school right now. And I remember going to Simple Teachings um, Bible Church. Mm -hmm. um, with um, Pastor Rufus Myers, he's from Augusta as well. Mm -hmm. And I remember him saying, people are just navigating, but have you prayed on your purpose? Do you know your purpose? And he says, when you get it, you have to be ready for it. And I remember praying on it, God, what does my purpose tell me? And when God told me my purpose was to teach, um, instantaneously, like most people, when you feel you know something, you're on this path. And I remember being on this path, and I was thinking, okay, what do I want to teach? I knew at that point I didn't want to teach K through 12 that I had a passion to teach adults because I had, you know, did financial literacy classes with the bank, had did volunteered, you know, things of that nature. And I remember thinking my purpose was over here and I'm here. How do I get from here to here? Mm -hmm. So I remember my sister would say, man, you know your purpose. I said, but that's the hard part. You know and where you view yourself and where you see yourself, you're like, how am I going to get from A to B when mm -hmm. B is over here. So for me, um, I remember I, I decided to go get my master's, you know, because you hear, oh, you need a master's if you want to teach on the collegiate level. And so I got my master's. And I remember in that program, I'm always, I always thrive when people tell me what I can't do because mm -hmm. I, like I said, I'm a spiritual being, so I believe God specializes. I know God specializes in the impossible. So my professor, he said to me, well, you're not going to be able to teach unless you get your Ph.D., your doctorate. And I said, but I've been told you get your master's. Mm -hmm. And so at that point, my goal had become I'm going to teach with a master's degree. And so, you know, I kind of prayed and I <laughs> I came to Atlanta Tech and just I remember talking to the department chair of business management and marketing, Mr. Grant Harris. And he happened to be here. I just stopped in, and he was like, I would love to hire you, but I'm about to retire. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you got to meet this person. Mm -hmm. And at the time, we can't, you know how we kind of ask for and pray for things, but my cup was too full with what I was doing. But I'm asking him, I need to teach. So they remember he introduced me to um, Michelle Roach, who was going to be the department chair. And she said, be a part of our advisory committee. So I was on the marketing and management advisory team for years mm -hmm. um, through getting my master's. And I remember getting my master's, and I was like, nobody's hiring me to teach. I want to teach. If I can teach, I'm a lead banker. I can teach, I'm a lead banker. That was always my thing. And um, what I did, I found opportunities to teach without knowing it. I would teach financial literacy classes. I would teach little marketing class, business classes, just create my own platform. But it wasn't good enough for me, I thought. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, I want to teach. But this my professor said, you can't teach without this. So I enrolled to get my doctorate. And once I kind of focused in on the purpose of teaching, not where I was teaching, because it was before I had to teach at college university, I started focusing in 
on teaching, just living on that journey to teach. Mm-hmm. And I remember when it was time for me to leave PNC Bank, I was at the top of my game, number one in my division. I left. I took a leap of faith. I became a flight attendant. And the point of the flight attendant was to give me flexibility to start my business yep. and to finish my degree. So you always look for bridges. That was a bridge at the time. And I remember coming back. I remember having a conversation with my son. And my son always has a lot of wisdom. And he said to me, I remember going, I was going back to the gym, best shape of my life. And I would come home and he said, Mom, did you leave banking to become a housewife? Mm. And I was a little offended. I said, what do you mean? He said, you, you're doing good with the workout. You're doing good with your food. But didn't you leave because you had another purpose? And I remember telling him, I said, well, you know, I want to teach. Well, why aren't you teaching? That's what he said. I said, nobody's hiring me. He says, no one hiring you or you're not looking? He said, you got to pursue that like a job. Mm. I mean, pursue that like you're applying for a job or pursue that like you really want it. He was 14 Mm. at the time. Mm. And so I remember saying, he's right. And I came up here to Atlanta Tech. And I talked to the department chair. I started applying, all of that. And I remember in December, I had interviews for like four different colleges. Mm. For part-time, but had an interview. And then Atlanta Tech called me back to teach one class, which was business ethics. Mm. As an adjunct, so I flew and I taught, and I remember my spiritual mother telling me God was going to bring me back to the place I started, which was Atlanta Tech. So over the time frame, being blessed with the opportunity to teach ethics and marketing what I love has brought me here. So I always tell people, don't give up on your goal, but sometimes, don't give up on your goals and dreams, but sometimes your dreams and goals manifest first initially in a direction you didn't think about mm-hmm. that path that you eventually want to go on it'll open but navigating your blessings and your giftings where you are yeah master that first yep and yep. that's what i kind of did so when it came to teaching it was a i have a story about it and i continue to find opportunities to teach to mentor um individual a lot of business i gain is from teaching and mentoring people mm-hmm. say well i want i entrust you with my business so yeah, absolutely. And and that's amazing uh, with the story and the fact that your son pushed you because sometimes we do, we start getting a lifestyle, like get comfortable, yes. and we forget sometimes what we're doing, you know, because entrepreneurship, being an entrepreneur is not easy. You know, yeah. a lot of people, they may make it that way on social media, but it's not easy. And some of us, as sometimes, I done done it myself, I done got in situations, had jobs, a nine to five that was paying well, and I got comfortable, and I forgot what I was doing. And it took some time to get back on track because, again, when that check come every two weeks, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you like, that's, that's, when you have to actually go out and get it as an entrepreneur, it's different. Um, it's every day it's a hunt. But when you have that, that check, that comfort, but that comfort also creates complacency and it kills dreams. Mm. So it's good to make sure that you stay hungry. Yes. Um, and sometimes we put our, I personally put myself in a situation where I stay hungry uh, because I know I have a decent nine to five now and, and I can easily just say, I won't do this anymore. I'm just going to work. And it, but I know inside I will be, and I hate to be dramatic, but I will be dying because it's not what I'm here. I wasn't put here to do that job. 
So um, I definitely, I definitely get it. And thank goodness for your son. I mean, you would eventually got there, but it do takes a little nudge yeah. sometimes for us to get back on track and get focused. Um, if someone wants to, you know, they want your services, they want to hire you. How could they contact you? Well, we're available on all social media platforms. I could not be a good marketer <laughs> and a marketing um, professor without saying that. But we're on all social media platforms mm-hmm. at The Brand New You Company. Mm-hmm. Um, and the website is thebrandnewyoucompany.com. And um, for the nonprofit, we are tbnyelacademy.com mm-hmm. and tbny. Um, EL Academy on social media but um, they can catch us there and also you can catch me on TikTok which Mm -hmm. was also my son's idea Um, Ashley the business expert on TikTok so we focus in on Monday um, Money Monday or Marketing Monday Mm -hmm. Wealth Wednesday and Financial Friday just to provide entrepreneurs with tips to navigate the financial the marketing and the wealth side of their business so um, just a platform, just a minute. So usually um, with that, I always pray and ask God, what would you have me to say to the people? Because I want it to be intentional, impactful, and something that you can use for your business. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and one more thing. Yes. What do you see yourself in five years with this? Well, in five years from now, I will have my doctorate degree. Um, and I will continue to teach on a collegiate level. Um, I will have many publications. The brand new you um, will be a million dollar company, over a million dollar company in five years, where we are, we take a coach approach. So where we will have businesses that will have coaches and they will actually um, have someone to navigate from the beginning, mm-hmm. the middle, until they get to that point where we have to sometimes hand them off. But in most cases, um, we will be a million dollar company. Um, growing and increasing entrepreneurship because quick statistics, even though Atlanta, particularly Atlanta, the city of Atlanta and Metro Atlanta um, is predominantly black, mm-hmm. with Atlanta, Atlanta being over, the city of Atlanta being over, having a fit over 50% African-American or black population, only 6.6% of the businesses within the city of Atlanta are actually black owned. Mm-hmm. So to be able to increase that number um, among African-American businesses, um, business owners, and to be able to kind of expand um, the diversity of our Hispanic um, business owners as well. Mm -hmm. So to be a multi-diverse company um, that can help businesses to start, develop, and to grow. But I will continue to be teaching in some capacity, Mm -hmm. um, continue writing, and continue to... um, Lead and head the brand new you, um, a comprehensive business resource company. Well, thank you for uh, sitting down with us today. The school is uh, letting them know uh, all about the brand new you, and we wish you nothing but the best. Thank you. And for y'all out there, please, if you don't follow this guy, um, he is so positive and take school of fitness. Um, every time I get a chance to talk about a black owned business, I really enjoy what um, Troy is doing. So continue to support. That's the only way for us to grow is to continue to support and um, show love to each other. That's true. Thank you very much. You're welcome.